all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hello, how's everyone doing today? As always, I hope you have entered into this week feeling healthy and happy and strong. And more than that, capable of changing habits that no longer serve you. I know you know what these are, and I know that you can do them. If you have not been feeling well, don't give up hope. You can get there. The body is so resilient. You have options, and this podcast is one thing you can listen to every week to have better tomorrows, so long as you implement. And if you're learning a lot here, a way to expand on that is to sign up for the Nurse Doza newsletter. It's bi-weekly and done Q&A style, and you'd be surprised how many people have told me that they may have not sent in their own questions yet, but they're sure to learn a lot from reading answers to other questions. But you should send in your questions, though. We read every single one. And if you can, please sign up for the newsletter at nursedoza.com. Today's episode is all about migraines. I know so many people suffer from these horrific headaches, and I pray this information gets to the right people. But what is a migraine? Migraines are usually a type of headache that is characterized by reoccurring attacks of moderate to severe throbbing and pulsating pain on one side of the head. Now, in short, you have headaches, and a severe type of headache will be a migraine. And migraines tend to throb, and that's the thing that usually separates that between a normal headache. But that's the basic information. Let's get into the ways that you can actually find some relief and hopefully prevent these from happening again in the future. Class is in session. The first thing that you should know that can possibly help you with your migraines is that it's inflammation in the body. And when I mean inflammation, A migraine is a signal that something is wrong. You should not have migraines. It should not be something that is occurring on a daily basis. But unfortunately, a lot of people live with migraines on a daily basis, and they just kind of accept this as their new norm. Migraines are the second leading cause of disability worldwide. So when I say most people suffer from migraines, this is completely true. Most people will experience a migraine Some people will experience chronic migraines. Now, chronic migraines for people will be 15 more days a month of having a a chronic migraine that has the features of the throbbing headache, the throbbing pulsating, you know, veins and arteries in your head. And you imagine more than 15 days a month, you're experiencing a chronic migraine. That has to be debilitating. I couldn't imagine having to think clearly on a daily basis with a severe migraine that's pulsating on the right side of my head. But most people just say, okay, well, give me a pill, give me just get through this day or whatever, and they just kind of get through it. And it's amazing because if you ever sat and talked to someone who has a migraine, you can tell that they're struggling, right? And you imagine it's very hard to focus and it's very hard to complete sentences. It's very hard to complete your tasks. And if there's a migraine that's occurring, I want you to understand that even if you do take medication for it or if you have some kind of therapy for it, it's still not the norm. So there's still something that needs to be done about it. And if you take a medication, keep in mind, 
This medication most likely will be anti-inflammatory in nature if it's regarding uh, the treatment of a migraine. Now, if we talked about migraines being this throbbing feeling in your head, let's talk about the inflammation that's occurring in your head at this moment with a migraine. When you have migraines, sometimes people have different symptoms that occur with the migraines. Um, sometimes people have auras, they have lights, uh, and that's a little more severe of a migraine. Some people will have uh, hearing disturbances. And a migraine will affect people in different ways, but keep in mind, it's still inflammation. Inflammation is the root cause of almost every disease out there, including a dysfunction like the migraine is. And if you imagine that if it's inflammation in the body, it's probably in the brain. Right, And if it's inflammation in the brain, you can feel it when it pulsates. And when it pulsates in your head and you feel it throbbing and maybe it's beating behind your eyes, beating behind your temple, that's inflammation that's directly occurring. It's almost like a fire that's burning in your arteries inside your brain and they are screaming for help. So when you talk about migraines being the second most common disability in the world, you imagine that there's inflammation in the brain at that moment. And so most anti-inflammatory medications that are out there, you're looking at steroids, ibuprofens. Now, you and I both know we can't take ibuprofens every single day for the rest of our life. And we probably not a good thing to take steroids much longer than a few months. So if we're dealing with inflammation in the brain and that's the cause of migraines, what kind of inflammation is going on? Well, there's something in the brain that happens whenever our body gets overexcited, gets too stressed out, or we become sick. Our body goes into this flight or fight mode. And this flight or fight mode for most people is known as the sympathetic nervous system response in the body. Now, for you science nerds out there, you're going to appreciate this. In the brain, the brain works just like the rest of the body. Your nervous system will cause your body to have a reaction. In the brain, it's just like the lungs. If the nervous system gets overexcited, you get flight or fight mode and you're freaked out and stressed, your lungs will breathe quicker, your heart will beat faster. Well, guess what will happen with your brain? Your brain will start activating itself and overworking itself. And one of the things that's produced in the brain when you're overexciting, overusing the, the over basically activating the brain is something called glutamate. Glutamate is an excitatory neurotransmitter that our nervous system produces and it is directly linked to migraines. And I know that for years you've probably been told, well, there's not a cause or there's not a reason for this migraine, you know, it just happens. Well, migraines are dysfunction in the body, right? That's a, that's a signal, a, a, like an alarm that's going off that something is, is off in the body. Inflammation is a bad thing, right? Pain is a bad thing. These are signals that the body tells us that something's off. And if we just take a medication for it without understanding why we're having this in the first place, then you know we're never gonna to get to the root problem. And with migraines, migraines are one of the trickiest things to treat. So when you think about the research that goes into migraines, a lot of times you get to a dead end because they say, well, this we don't even know what causes the migraines. We don't know what causes the headaches. And you say, well, that's unfortunate because I just have to live with this. Well, going back to the overexcitation of the brain with glutamate. Glutamate is directly involved in migraines. And if you think about the brain being overexcited, being overstressed all the time, how many times throughout the day is your brain overexcited, overused? And how many times do you go into stress mode? Your body will produce stress responses that you just make based off of whatever you're encountering in your daily life.
if you're in a nine to five job and a 12 hour job, if you have four kids, that's a lot of stress. Just any one of those situations. And you have to be on point every single day. For some people, that overworks the brain. And some people can have this nervous system response that causes them to get really inflamed in the brain. And this will have a production of glutamate. You might have heard glutamate before in things like monosodium glutamate, MSG. You've heard that as a food preservative. Well, MSG, the glutamate in there, the reason why MSG is not good for you is because too much glutamate in your brain causes your brain to basically be on fire and be inflamed and become sick. Go look up all the psychological and neurological disorders and there's a direct link to high amounts of glutamate in the body. And so going back to that there's something wrong in the body, the glutamate is possibly one reason why there's inflammation in the brain and why you're having migraines. But what to do about it, this is where it gets really interesting. So like I said, medications for the brain and uh, I guess for migraines, I'm sorry, are typically ibuprofen, there's steroids, there's also things called tryptan, uh, uh, tryptans, and uh, there's also other types of medications, maybe opioids that are given. And a lot of times there's, uh, this may be a good response at the beginning, but after a while, like I said, you can't stay on these medications forever. You have to get to the root cause of what's causing the inflammation that's leading to the migraines. Well, I mentioned the glutamate could be being overproduced in the brain. Well, there's a reason why glutamate might be overabundant in the brain. I have studies here that show that vitamin B6 is essential for the, regula for the regulation of glutamate. And there's a theory that if you're low in vitamin B6, that could lead to overproduction of glutamate in the brain. And you imagine that if you're overproducing glutamate in the brain, you're leading yourself down this inflammatory, excitatory response that you could have migraines pop up at any second. And you say, well, could it be that simple? Well, let's read this. Vitamin B6 is involved in a number of pathways that are likely to reduce neural excitation. B6 is a coenzyme in production of other neurotransmitters such as serotonin, dopamine, noradrenaline, and something called GABA. Now, GABA is another neurotransmitter very similar to glutamate. Now, we're talking neurotransmitters. We're talking the brain now. Serotonin, dopamine, GABA, glutamate, these are all neurotransmitters, even acetylcholine, if you've heard of that. Your body makes these neurotransmitters in response to stress. And they're either going to continue the nervous system response of being overexcited or they're going to calm you down. Well, things like glutamate overexcite the body. So I think of it this way. If you overexcite your brain, and you make too much glutamate, Imagine that all your brain cells are like little tires or no, let's call them balloons. They're like balloons and you go to blow up the balloon, which is the brain cell. Well, the glutamate is the needle going into the brain cell or balloon to pop it up. And you imagine you blow air into it. You pop up the, the balloon, the brain cell, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where it pops. That's what glutamate does to brain cells. Glutamate literally will overexcite a brain, a brain cell, and it will basically cause it to pop. If vitamin B6 is there in the body, it keeps the body from making too much glutamate. And what we've found is vitamin B6 then takes that glutamate and converts it into something called GABA. And GABA is very calming on the body. If you imagine that you're experiencing a migraine, this could be occurring. Your body is going to flight or fight mode. 
And then what happens next is your nervous system produces something called glutamate. And it will continue to produce glutamate until you have enough vitamin B6 to switch over the glutamate production into something called GABA, which will then calm your nervous system down and put you in parasympathetic mode, which is the opposite of sympathetic mode or flight or fight mode. This is what will happen in healthy individuals who can regulate their stress response, preventing them from possibly having things like migraines occur. That's fascinating. We've looked at vitamin B deficiencies in a whole nother light. Most people say I'm vitamin B12 deficient. In some of our other podcasts, we talk about vitamin B9 being deficient in people with dopamine issues and possibly, you know, uh, focus issues and mood issues. Well, now I'm saying vitamin B6 not only could be low in someone with vitamin B9 and B12, but imagine vitamin B6 is low in people with migraines. And for the people with migraines, I would say, why not take vitamin B6 and see if it helps? It could possibly reduce an excitatory neurotransmitter like glutamate being produced in the body and it could help you produce something like GABA, which would calm your, uh, calm your brain and calm your nervous system. These are why I think supplements are so great. Take it a step further. You hear me talk about N-acetylcysteine all the time, especially when it comes to the liver. The liver makes an antioxidant called N-acetylcysteine. And N-acetylcysteine is the biggest liver detoxer you can find. It's an essential medication listed in the WHO's Book of Essential Medications. If you overdosed on Tylenol, you went to the hospital, the ER would give you a bag full of N-acetylcysteine to revive your liver and bring you back to life. N-acetylcysteine has been given in studies for psychiatric disorders. And when I say that, I'm talking neurological disorders, things that have high amounts of glutamate in them. When you have brain issues, we're talking neurotransmitter issues, you want to make sure that you have a balance. If you have too much glutamate, your brain is not healthy. And you could have not only migraines, you could have other issues. Go look up schizophrenia, go look up bipolar, go look up uh, neurodegenerative diseases like dementia. You don't want too much glutamate. N-acetylcysteine helps reduce the amount of glutamate in your brain. That's fascinating. If your brain has too much glutamate, you could have low vitamin B6, or you might need more N-acetylcysteine. And if you need more N-acetylcysteine, which is you know produced in the liver and possibly the brain, then you're not making that. And we have a problem in our hands. If your brain is having too many migraines, try to take vitamin B6 and N-acetylcysteine and see if that reduces the inflammation by reducing glutamate levels in the brain, thus reducing the amount of migraines you could have. This is just the first thing I'm talking about when it comes to things you could do for your migraines, but I want you to understand this is the root cause. This is getting to the root cause here. We're talking about why you're having your brain on fire every single day or 15 days out of the month and you're having to take chronic anti-inflammatory or pain meds to reduce your migraines and they still don't work. So besides understanding that migraines could be caused by inflammation, the second thing you should know about helping your migraines is that you need to find the cause of your migraines. You need to find the triggers that are causing you to have migraines on a daily basis. These are some of the most common triggers or causes of migraines. I have a study here that says stress is the 80% is 80% the reason why. And let me rephrase that. 80% of the cases involve stress as the main cause of migraines. Hormonal changes in 65%. Skipped meals, there's weather changes, lack of sleep, odors, neck pain, 
neck pain is 38% a reason why you might have a migraine. Food, I mean, smoking, here's one, says I'm proven though, but you know, it's still listed at 36%. These are all probable factors of why you could be having a migraine. So think about your daily activities. Think about what you're surrounding yourself with. Think about what you're eating. Think about how much sleep you're getting. Think about how much stress you have. I mean, that first topic that we talked about just a while ago was saying stress, inflammation can cause migraines. Yes, stress can. What type of stress is the real question? Is it food stress? Is it lack of sleep stress? Is it stress from your coworker? Is it stress from your kids? All of those can cause it. Think about this. In women, a lot of women will experience migraines around their menstrual cycle. It's one of the most common issues that women will have, and it's almost expected for most women when they have their cycles. Oh, I'm just going to have a migraine again. It's going to be horrible. I'm not going to get much done. I hear that a lot. If you look at some of the studies of why a woman would have migraines occur more often when they're having a menstrual cycle, there's possibly a reason. And it's not the hormone you think. It could be low melatonin levels. I have a study here that shows women who have lower melatonin levels during their menstrual cycle are more often having migraines as opposed to healthy participants that have an increase in melatonin production from the follicular to luteal phase of their menstrual cycle. When you're having your menstrual cycle, you're making hormones, not just estrogen, progesterone, you're making melatonin, apparently. That's incredible. I mean, that imagine a woman's sleep probably gets affected during the menstrual cycle. Things are going up and down. So I imagine, go back to the first thing of what you should understand when it comes to your migraines. There's inflammation, dysfunction. The second thing you should know is what's the cause of that? If you're having it due to your menstrual cycle, we need to address your menstrual cycle and your hormones and get those in order. That's another conversation. That's one type of stress. If it's the food you're eating, could it be some food intolerance that you're having? Think about it 30, 60 minutes after you eat a meal. Are you having migraines? Are you having headaches? Is your, your brain kind of hurt? The other thing you should consider too, if you're having migraines, maybe one of the causes is not only low melatonin, maybe low serotonin. I love talking about the brain because we get to talk about serotonin and dopamine and melatonin and all these things that help us function and make us feel good. Serotonin has been known for years as the happy neurotransmitter. I think dopamine really is too, but serotonin is this whole other blissful thing. When you have low amounts of serotonin, you're considered depressed. When you have high amounts of serotonin, you're very happy. I have a study here that shows people with migraines have low serotonin. I just mentioned that women during their menstrual cycle have low melatonin. And then I mentioned that first part, people with migraines have high glutamate. And I'm assuming that means they have low GABA. So could be migraines really be caused by an imbalance of neurotransmitters? I think so. I think that's one possible cause. But like I said, they listed all these other things, odors from perfumes, colognes, weather changes. There's all numerous kinds. Just you need to understand that there's a cause and there might be a reaction from that. And if you can eliminate some of those things from your lifestyle, I mean, that's, that's icing on the cake here, right? If you're saying, hey, I know what's causing my migraines. It's my lack of sleep. And I say, okay, well, let's work on your sleep, right? That, that's an that's a easy answer. You know, we're basically creating this podcast for you to understand that you have to get to the root cause of what's causing your migraines because you found out by now you can't be relying on medication for the rest of your life. 
if the issue is lack of sleep because you're making low melatonin, then let's work on your sleep. We have a whole podcast on that, optimizing sleep. If you're thinking it's low serotonin, we have a supplement for that. It's called Bliss. Go to MSW Nutrition and go check out Bliss. It's a sublingual powder. I think I might've taken mine this morning. It's It makes serotonin. And if you take it right before bed, it makes melatonin. And so some people, if you imagine they're having migraines on a constant basis, I say maybe you're low in neurotransmitter production. And maybe if you increase that neurotransmitter production in a healthy way, maybe you're gonna have less migraines. Focus back on the vitamin B6. Vitamin B6, imagine you take that with bliss, which is SAMI and, and trimethylglycine. Imagine you take those things, maybe with the N-acetylcysteine, and now you're helping reduce inflammation, you're helping restore neurotransmitter production. That's going to help you more than just helping you with migraines. That's going to help you with focus, mood, sleep, energy. And that's why I'm a big proponent of supplements. Everyone always says, oh, you're always promoting supplements. I say that's because I've seen it work and I have to go look up research articles to show you the correlation that supplements and nutrients are basically biochemical ingredients that our bodies need in order to function. And I've learned a long time ago that some people are very deficient in vitamins and nutrients. Unfortunately, they are. Our diet is not where it used to be and most people are not eating 20 pounds of kale or spinach or broccoli a day to make up for that. We really have to supplement with it. And for me personally, I need a lot of vitamin B6. Most people do. But vitamin B6, if it makes serotonin and dopamine and it makes melatonin and it makes GABA and it helps reduce glutamate, which can reduce you know migraines, you know why are we not considering this? Right? So the third thing that you should know when it comes to helping your migraines is you need to find a natural pain reliever. Understand that the migraines are being caused by inflammation. There's a reason why you're having the inflammation that you're having that's causing the migraines. Finding a natural pain reliever is not just saying, oh, I'm going to go take an ibuprofen. Your body is not deficient in ibuprofen, and that's the reason why you're having a migraine. No, 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 no. The reason why you're having a migraine could be that you're deficient in vitamin B6 or you're deficient in the production of acetylcysteine, And that's the reason why you're having a migraine. I have a study here, I have many studies here that say vitamin D deficiency is linked to chronic migraines. And this study here in front of me says they had a bunch of patients and clients that they gave almost 4,000 units of vitamin D daily and it lessened their migraine attacks. That's one study. There's countless other studies that show that vitamin D supplementation could possibly reduce the amount of headaches and migraines in individuals. Vitamin D has been known recently as a, as a natural pain reliever. I, I, I put vitamin D up there with natural pain relievers, the, just like turmeric, fish oil. There's even this new type of fish oil that's called PRMs, pro-resolving mediators, and that's, I've taken that before. Those are natural pain relievers. I have a study here that says riboflavin, vitamin B2 is a natural pain reliever. Magnesium could be a possible natural pain reliever. CoQ enzyme 10, and this thing called butter burr. It's a medicinal plant. Several studies mention that actually. And some of the things that they're trying to do, these natural pain relievers, is they're trying to address things like serotonin and natural pain receptors on the body. And this is important because we have to address these things going on in our body because the medications will help us get to a point where we say, okay, this is what it's like to not have headaches and migraines again. 
But like I said, you can't keep taking medication forever. Your body was not designed to take ibuprofen for the rest of your life because your body's not deficient in ibuprofen. Your body's deficient in B6. Your body's probably deficient in NAC. If you start taking these things, see how you respond. Obviously, tell your practitioner, whoever's prescribing you medications, but if you take this into your own hands, the way that you measure progress is that you see how many days in the month you're having migraines now. And for some people with chronic migraines, if it's 20 days a month, imagine you start taking some of these things, a month goes by and it's only 12 to 15 days. Six months go by and all of a sudden it's 10 days. It's very possible that you can reduce the amount of attacks that you have. Your body might get a little resistant to that ibuprofen after a while. It might not work as well. And you say, well, how long do I have to take these supplements for for the rest of my life? And I say, well, I mean, if they're helping you, why wouldn't you? I still am a big believer in cleaning up your sleep patterns, right? I mean, I've talked about that already. If you can naturally take melatonin, I mean, if you naturally can produce melatonin and not have to take it, great. Some people just don't make enough uh, neurotransmitters. I tend to think some people don't make enough serotonin genetically. Some people don't make enough dopamine. Some people might not make enough melatonin. Supplement, supplement, supplement. I, it's part of a key lifestyle change, any type of behavior habit that you think is going to help you. Taking supplements can help you be healthier. The fourth thing that you should know when it comes to migraines is that chiropractic treatment could possibly help you. Full disclosure, I am a nurse practitioner and a chiropractor. I love being a chiropractor. I've helped so many people without having to go to medication. And you talk about chiropractic, it's been around forever. If you haven't been to a chiropractor by now, you should go. I mean, chiropractor can help migraines, low back pain, it can help sports injuries, um, kids, it can help them with ear infections. There's all kinds of things that it can help with. And if you want the science behind it, I have studies here that show that chiropractic manipulation therapy can help with treating migraines. It's been known for years. And so when you get adjusted, you're relieving pressure in your neck that's causing dysfunction that could lead to inflammation in the brain. The nerves that come from your neck and the brain, it's all connected. All right, they're communicating to one. This is our nervous system, right? If you have inflammation and damage in one part of your body, it could send signals to the brain to cause inflammation in other parts of the body. So you imagine getting adjusted can relieve pressure on your nervous system. In fact, I tell people all the time, chiropractors don't treat the, the spine, we treat the nervous system. Now, if you talk about the nervous system, what is the nervous system? Not just the nerves, it's the muscles, it's the, it is the bones. I mean, the nerves go into organs for crying out loud. Right, The spine just protects the nervous system. And if you think about the nervous system, it controls all our actions. So an adjustment, like let's say for example in the neck, it can relieve pressure that might on the nerves that might be causing your body to be in sympathetic flight or fight mode. Imagine you have poor posture, you sleep wrong. That could cause direct damage in your neck and over time, it could accumulate into a very chronic, painful, degenerative arthritis. And then imagine if you have neck pain. I said before, neck pain is very commonly linked to migraines. I've adjusted so many people when I've adjusted them, their migraines get better, their headaches get better. Sometimes it's immediate, sometimes it's later in the day, sometimes it's the next day. I have some people who come to me get adjusted solely because they have migraines and for, for headaches. It's incredible to see their beginning and, and then their progress because sometimes they don't even realize it. But when people come in the office and they always wear sunglasses, 
I know that they might have migraines. So when we start adjusting them and they come in one day and they're not wearing sunglasses, did they get their life back? Did they get function back? I mean, it's incredible, right? And if you think about all the things that are out there for you to help you with migraines, besides chiropractic, we talk supplements, we talk sleep. Your diet is important, right? If you're not thinking about your diet, change something in your diet, you know, remove sugar, maybe move uh, dairy, corn, soy, processed carbs. Any of those things might help. But if you want another thing that you can do to help support your migraines, Think of this, go talk to your doctor and see if it could possibly be, you could possibly be at risk for a stroke. Migraines can sometimes be a precursor to strokes. Now, heart disease will affect one in three people in this world. Most people have heart disease at this moment. If you have high blood pressure, you have heart disease. That puts you at higher risk for stroke. If your lab panels or your doctor have said, hey, guess what? you're not looking so great with your heart, we need to keep tabs on it, you're at risk for stroke. Your migraines, when they have auras and you have light issues going on and maybe like light affects you and you, it gets a little sensitive, you, can, you have to wear the sunglasses. If that occurs to you on a daily basis, I want you to go get looked at for a stroke. You might've had a stroke. Sometimes those migraines are many strokes. And for women, strokes are the silent killer. Heart disease doesn't show up in women the way it does in men. Men will have jaw pain and, you know, pain radiating on the left side of their chest, up their arm maybe. Women, they don't have that. And you can ask most women, especially women in their 30s and 40s, and they're dealing with blood pressure issues. If you're dealing with blood pressure issues at all, I'm saying, hey, you need to go get checked for a stroke. In fact, actually, let's take this a step further. If you're a female and you're listening to this and you're in your 20s, take the initiative Go get your labs done. Go get assessed to make sure you're not at higher risk for a stroke. Even if you don't have a migraine, I want you to do this. Because you're taking the initiative. You don't want to wait until one day the stroke happens. And then you, what are you going to do then? Migraines, I've seen a lot of times. I used to be in the pain management world. And we would do MRIs of the brain. And the brain would come back, the, the brain report would come back and it would have uh, these little markings that would show that they had chronic migraines. And I'd always ask the radiologist, like, how can you tell that this person has chronic migraines? They said the color of their brain tissue changes. And so in the report, they'll say they possibly have had many strokes. Please assess them for, you know, possible neurological issues. You imagine that you go and talk to this patient afterwards, this is what I would do, and I say, hey, have you ever had a stroke? Have you ever had like, you know, weird, you know, migraines or what? It's like, well, I've had migraines and I don't know about the stroke, you know, I, I'm always in pain. And I think to myself, this person is probably having many strokes or having so much inflammation in their arteries in their brain that it's causing deterioration of their brain slowly over time. And it's appearing to them as a migraine. And yet they're coming in here for a pain medication to reduce the amount of migraines they're having, but they know deep down inside that whatever is going on in the lifestyle could be contributing or the underlying issue is not being addressed. This it was my typical life, you know, eight years ago in the pain management world. Migraines were one of the things that we were almost taught as practitioners, there's not much you can do. 
There's not a lot of medications out there and you don't want to give them opioids because then they're going to be stuck on opioids their whole life. And you would ask, the patients would always ask like, well, what caused the migraines? And I would have to, you know, talk to the person. I say, well, your blood pressure is really high and you're super stressed all the time. You don't really get good sleep. You're a smoker. You know, you don't get a lot of act activity outdoors, which means you're vitamin D deficient. And then your mood's not very good and you're depressed all the time. So, you know, I think you uh, have some underlying issues. I don't think this pain management is helping you the way you think it is because pain management is not the key. Fixing the root cause is the key. That way you won't have pain show up. Imagine a world like that. Imagine if you're dealing with chronic pain, chronic migraines on a daily basis. Was there ever a time in your life when you woke up one day and you weren't in pain? But this is, this is incredible because when you live with life with pain, it's debilitating. People don't want to get out of bed because they're in so much pain. And if it's a migraine, you're not getting out of bed. And so when I was in the pain management world, these people would come in, they would drag themselves out of bed. They'd come in because the one thing they knew that could help them get through the day was a pain medication. And when they would come in, I'd have to sit there and tell them, this is not the answer. You're not deficient in an opioid. You're not deficient in an ibuprofen. You need to address these other things. And some of them would do them and it, it would help. Other people wouldn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I think you're going to take the initiative. I think you're going to take something from this podcast and you're going to do something about your migraines. I mean, that's the whole point of us doing this podcast is because you have actionable tools and resources, things that you can use on a daily basis from just learning and listening. You imagine, hey, I can work on my sleep. How can I work on my sleep? There's a whole podcast on that. I can take vitamin D. Yes, you could take vitamin D. Oh, I can work on my, on my mood. I can take vitamins too. Or maybe, you know, I can do things for myself more, right? I'm stressed all the time. Maybe I need to put myself first more. Maybe I need to go outside more, get nature, and maybe hang out with my friends more. Maybe go to the yoga studio more. Imagine if just going to the yoga studio and being around a bunch of people that you enjoy reduces the amount of headaches in your life. Would you not do that all the time? We're products of our environment. So keep in mind, when you're having chronic migraines, let's go back to this, recap it. Chronic migraines for people dealing with this. Remember, it's inflammation. That's probably the issue. The root cause of it, you need to figure it out. If you want to try a natural pain reliever, supplements, vitamin B6, NAC. Uh, our bliss is a good one to try because it helps make serotonin and melatonin for you. Even vitamin D. Fish oils are good choices. If you think about the fourth thing, go get adjusted. Go get adjusted. Go get a chiropractic adjustment. They're safe. They're effective. They help all kinds of things. I'll adjust you. Come, let me be your first adjustment. And then the last thing is, if you're having chronic migraines, go get checked for a stroke because it could mean that you're about to have one. You're increased risk for a stroke. We don't want that to happen. I hope this podcast has helped you. In conclusion... If anyone wants uh, one more thing to take home, please try our vitamin D. At mswnutrition.com, we have something called the D. It's our supplement of vitamin D3 with K2. 5,000 units. It's what I take. I took it this morning. That bottle is a four-month supply. Just keep in mind.
four months. You imagine say, okay, I can afford to do a little something for myself every day. It's an investment. Yes, this vitamin D supplement is an investment. The same way sleep is an investment. The same way going to that yoga class is an investment. You are worth it. You are worth the investment. If no one else is going to tell you that today, I'm going to tell you, you are worth it. And I need you to be better today. I need you to be better for all the people that need you to be better today. And when you can't be better today, I know it hurts. And I know it's debilitating. So please, if you need help, go seek it. If you need more help, listen to this podcast again. If you need even more help, please book a consult with me. Go to nursedoza.com. I'll be happy to keep you uh, accountable and figure out maybe what the root cause is if we can't figure out after listening to this podcast. Have a fantastic week. Thank you for making it to the end. I hope you gained some knowledge from this episode and I hope it helps you in the future. Until next time, class is dismissed. Keep working on your health.